In this episode of Call to Marriage, I talk about my personal experiences utilizing a power of attorney or a POA and why I think they are so important to get for a deployment. So let's talk about it. Hi there. Welcome to Call to Marriage, a show about navigating life as a military spouse. I'm your host, Callie, a newcomer on the scene of what is the military spouse life. The military community is a tight-knit but sometimes tight-lipped one. I hope to pull back the curtain on life as a military spouse to answer the questions that I wish someone would have answered for me, talk about my experiences I've gone through, or talk about the ones that I'm going through right now. I'm always learning new things about this crazy new life and invite you on this journey with me. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to Call to Marriage. Today is a episode all about POA. And POA is power of attorney. And it wasn't something that I thought was going to be super important going into the deployment. I had heard some wives talk about it, kind of bringing it up casually, saying, oh, you know, get that POA signed and didn't really think much about it. But looking back on it, it was one of the most important documents that we got during this deployment, genuinely. And there are a couple reasons for that, and I'll jump into it. But first and foremost, welcome. It's been a long time since I think it's just been us talking. And I really hope you guys are enjoying the interviews. But I started this podcast as a way to talk about experience that I'm going through as well. And this is something that I think is just so important to touch on. And I wanted to make sure that I dedicated an episode just to the POA. So If you are getting prepared for a deployment, a POA, a power of attorney, is a document that is essentially saying you can act as a quote-unquote executive estate, meaning you can act in place of your spouse as if you were that spouse. And they're important for a couple different reasons. First and foremost, if you need to get information updated on post or on base or wherever you are at and your husband is deployed, you need a POA, a power of attorney, to act on your spouse's behalf. Because a lot of times, um, specifically with IDs and getting your ID updated or getting an ID in the first place, if you do not have a power of attorney, you, you can't update your ID without your spouse being there. Which I know seems kind of silly and a little frustrating, but genuinely it's it's a way to just make sure that only the people who need IDs are getting IDs and people are just coming up saying, oh yeah, like I am supposed to be here. It's really a security step, a security measure, and it feels silly. And I would be lying if I said I didn't get frustrated by it the first time I came across it because, you know, I'd gone in, I just wanted to change my ID. And I did have a a power of attorney, but the first thing they asked me is like, is your spouse with you? Because we can't do anything without your spouse. And, you know, me being the independent person was like, well, what do you, I have all my paperwork. Like, what do you mean you need my spouse? Um, But really it's a security measure. And so if you need to get IDs or anything like that updated or changed, the power of attorney is really crucial because otherwise if your spouse isn't there, it's really hard to get things switched over and changed. Another really crucial important part about the power of attorney um, is if something happens to your spouse while they are overseas, if something goes wrong, you need to be able to access bank accounts, you need to be able to access records, and you it is very difficult to do those without a power of attorney. It's very difficult to act on your spouse's behalf without it. 
And so, you know, God forbid something wrong happens, but just in case it does grant a bit of a peace of mind, knowing that if something does, you're going to be able to take care of it. And there were a lot of smaller things that I didn't even think about, like banking. And so, you know, we got married in last July and he deployed pretty shortly after that. And so I was still in the process of updating my name and getting things changed over. Um, our banking is all done in a singular account. And so, um, I just sort of moved everything over to his account. And what that means is that I'm not a primary on the account. I'm a secondary. And that doesn't sound like it would be something super serious, super crazy. But if you're not the primary on the account, it's really hard to get things like your credit cards changed out, things updated, or if you need to pull like loan documents or anything like that, if they're in your spouse's name, it's hard to get them. If you're not like on the account as the primary and things are in your spouse's name, it's hard to get access to those documents. It's hard to change those documents without a power of attorney. And so I I have one, but I never uploaded it into our banking system. And I am going to have a whole episode dedicated to the little things you need to remember in a deployment because honestly, there were so many things where I'm like, gosh, dang it. Like, what the heck, Callie? Come on, get yourself together. But with the banking, because it, the POA wasn't in the system, I just looked like a secondary on the account. And you can kind of think of it like, you know, when you if you were younger and you had a bank account and your parent was a joint on the account, like you technically own the account. But if your parent needed to like go in and do something, um, they were really the primary owner of that account until you were a certain age. So it's sort of a similar concept. And it feels kind of silly to say it like that. Like, obviously, you're not a child to your spouse. But um, I had tried to go in and update my credit card information and I wasn't able to because I wasn't the primary on the account and I didn't have the POA in the system. So for them, it looked like I was trying to get access to something I didn't have um, appropriate access for when in reality, um, me as the wife was trying to update my cards because my name's all changed. Um, But yeah, so POA really important. It's really necessary to remember to get it. And honestly, it's really, really simple to get it. Um, Usually you can go into um, the Deer's office. I believe we went to the finance side um, or the legal side, excuse me. And we just asked, we said, hey, we need, you know, he's he's deploying, we need a POA. And you can get it set for a period of time or an indefinite amount of time. And we did it just to cover the deployment because we knew that when he got back, we were going to have to kind of reassess what we had ownership over and sort of take time to like work through what we wanted and how we wanted things taken care of. This was really something that we did kind of quickly um, just because we knew that as I was changing my name, if something happened, I would need to have that POA in order to get things figured out and taken care of. And so it was... Um, we just did it for like a, a period of time, but it's really easy to go in. You just, you, you know, you sign some documents, you sign some papers. They explain to you that, you know, are you okay with your spouse acting on your behalf? Um, are you willingly getting this POA signed? You know, basic legal things, but you do. You go in with your spouse, you sign documents, they give you a physical copy of the POA. This is so, so important. You do not lose that physical copy of the POA. You do not make copies of the POA. When you are utilizing the document, it has to be the original. It cannot be a copy. 
And the reason is for this is again legal. It's it's legality. It's they want to make sure you have a valid document. It has valid signatures on it and a copy. Um, it's easy to manipulate copy documents. Um, so you really want to make sure that you keep the original document in a safe and secure location. And one way that my um, husband and I take care of this is we have um, two sets or three sets, I guess, of accordion folders. So one is for house things, insurance, things that are like maintenance or warranty contracts, all of those things go in one document, one accordion folder. We have a second accordion folder for like medical insurance, medical bills, medical things. Um, and that's more so just so we have record of everything that's gone through as we move. And and especially for me specifically, since um, obviously I'm the spouse and so his documents are sort of secured and kept, but as we move, my records can kind of fluctuate and change and and they move hands essentially. And so um, I have that, you know, just for, for my medical records, my medical needs, car, stuff like that. And then we have a third accordion folder um, and it keeps our, you know, identification documentation. So things that are important, like, you know, your socials, your passport, everything like that. And they're all kept in like a lock secured location. But that's where the POA lives. That's where it it resides and it always stays. So you always know where it's at. You have easy access to it if you need it. And especially if you're going to be changing things like IDs, it, it's good to keep everything that you would need for that in a singular location so you don't have to go searching the house for it. Um, but I did really learn through this deployment that that power of attorney, it's not more so that you're taking something away from your spouse and you're saying like, you know, I'm, I'm going to act on your behalf. Like I'm going to, you know, blah, 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 whatever. It's really more so that you need to be able to do things without their involvement because they physically can't be involved. And so if you've been on the fence about getting a POA, if you've been curious about it, if you haven't really understood it, I hope that this has offered some clarity and my personal experiences of getting stuff figured out with it have been helpful. If you have more questions about a POA or if you just want to know um, a little bit about what the document says or, or how else I've used it, um, you feel free to reach out to me um, at ask.ctmpodcast at gmail.com. That's the podcast email. And I love talking to everybody. I've gotten a couple emails and, and personal stories. And it's been so cool just to connect with you guys. Um, you can also instant message me through Instagram or Facebook. Both of those sites are at call to marriage. And I am just so excited. You guys, we're almost at 100 subscribers. Like, holy cow, that's so stinking cool. And I'm so excited. I started this as a passion project to help new spouses like myself figure this life out. And so it's been really, really cool to see just other spouses thriving and feeling more confident and, you know, getting their questions answered. And that has just been so cool to see come to fruition. So if you're a new spouse, if you're new to this channel, welcome. I'm so excited for you to be here. I am so thrilled that you are here. And I'm just excited, you guys, for us to continue this journey and continue to be just awesome military spouses, confident military spouses. And I will talk to everyone again later. Bye.